Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. It is uh, 19 minutes before the top of the hour. My family, good afternoon and welcome to you. Listen, so if you are um, uh, joining us uh, from your holiday destination, please do indulge us with those wonderful pictures and memories if you're already on holiday. And if you are at home, you know, still in your pajamas, because I know, I know, I know, I know, I know some of us, you know, we just don't take those bonnets. You know, those uh, night bonnets, guys, you know, (laughs) it's amazing how things evolve. For us, it used to be um, a stocking, an old stocking, right? But these days, it's those old bonnets. And you find some people chilling in those bonnets the whole day, you know. Um, So, yes, do share with us those pictures we want to see. And uh, do share with us exactly, um, you know, how you are lazing around. Usually, we want people to share with us, what are you doing? What are you cooking? But if you're just sitting and doing nothing, you know, please do share that with us too. Teach us how to sit and do nothing, some of us, you know, because we can't just sit and do nothing. Now, Stimbele Mere joins us from Zotact Therapies, my family. She's a registered um, uh, counselor and therapist. And uh, this afternoon, we have to be counseled on the psychology of forgiveness. Stimbele, good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, Aya and family. Thank you so much. It's so great to be back. It is indeed. It is indeed. And thank you so much for your time. Uh, Stimbele, forgiveness. You. <laughs> forgiveness. It's it's something that we all have to do, but it sometimes seems like it takes the most out of us, right? <laughs> Why does it? I wanted to kickstart with that, to say that I don't know if I'm overemphasizing the weight, uh, the, yeah, what it takes out of human beings to forgive. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why. I mean, if we are able to love naturally, why do we need to be conscious about forgiveness? Mm. The reason is because forgiveness is such an emotional roller coaster, right? So it can seem straightforward, but it really is such a fascinating and complex psychological process process, which is so much intertwined with the emotions that we can feel every single day. It's intertwined with our memories that we have, and it's also intertwined with the cognitive functions uh, that we have. So the reason, simply put, why it's so difficult or why it doesn't come as naturally, it really is because it is complex. It is a layered thing. You know, you don't just uh, choose to forgive today and all of the memories, um, you know, just evaporate, you know, because you are firstly dealing with the initial hurt and the anger uh, that you may be experiencing because you were wronged. And then you have to, there's a struggle. You ha- There's a struggle to let go, which you have to overcome. And then after those two stages actually happen, mm-hmm. then only are you able to shift towards forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So it really is just uh, difficult because it is layered. It's, it's not just one single thing. Yeah. The, you know, you know how helpful that is. That is really helpful. And the reason why, um, you know, I'm sharing how helpful that is, is because a lot of us uh, give up on stage two. Mm. Right. We think yeah, you yeah. think, yeah, my heart is too hard. I'm never going to be able to forgive. Why am I still mm. feeling pain when I think about this sure. person? And then you, 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 you literally just give up. But actually, maybe if we then understood that the forgiveness is probably not a it's not an event. It's a process. Right. No. You know what it's yes. like actually yes. to hold on um, to to wrong or hurt being done to you. You know how mm. children, when they learn how to grasp, right, they grasp everything yes. like they will grasp. Yeah. 
those little beautiful creatures will grasp anything. They will, <laughs> they will grasp anything. Yes, they will grasp their bottles. They will grasp thorny bushes. They will grasp yes, hot surfaces. Yes. So the only time a child lets go of anything is when the repercussions of grasping, you know, mm. are, are negative. So when they grasp something hot and it burns them, then they let go. And so I almost feel like we're like that with forgiveness. It's only when it starts to sting, you you know, that we start to realize, listen, my mental health is really important. I'm letting go. I wonder, Timberley, yeah, look, I wonder if you can help us, man. Is there an easier way uh, to let go? You know, just like how you have excellently put it, holding on to forgiveness, I mean, excuse me, to anger, Mm. can be something that we feel like we justified. You know, I'm justified in Mm. holding on. And obviously, if I feel that way, it's easy to just feel the desire for revenge Mm. or feel the desire to shut down Mm. or even have Mm. closure. So this negativity can actually become a toxic loop that we find ourselves in. You know, uh, it only works. And the only time I believe you actually kind of get out of that toxic loop is when you start realizing like what you have said, I have this thing actually may be hurting me (laughs) more than it's actually hurting the person who or the thing um, which I am struggling to forgive. You know, so when then we're able to to, to deal with it, uh, it's got something to do with looking at the different puzzle pieces that are in front of us, right? Mm. Um, Because initially and essentially, the only way that forgiveness can actually start being activated in our lives is when we start to make the decision under that emotional pressure that this is something that I'm going to pursue. And what does that mean? It means that uh, we have a conscious choice Mm. amidst the storm of emotions, you know, but it requires us to weigh what is the actual cost and the benefit of holding on to the anger Mm. versus letting it go. Amazing. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, a cost-benefit analysis of anger. <laughs> it's everywhere. Right? It is everywhere. <laughs> anger versus liberty. Yeah, yeah, no, life is amazingly intertwined, hey? Yeah, and so... Yeah. And so you've already mentioned the issue of the, of the you know, one of the uh, pointers that we agreed to speak about is the issue of the emotional roller coaster. And it is the fact that I suppose that forgiveness is multi-layered, yes? Mm, Can you maybe yeah, take absolutely. us through, uh, specifically, Stimula, through the spectrum of those emotions that we go through in the process of forgiveness so that we can easily identify the stages, you know, and, and, and not be mm. discouraged as we go through um, forgiveness? Yeah, okay. So let's start with uh, the first one, which I will say then is uh, looking at self-compassion, right? Mm. So this is quite an interesting one because you would imagine that um, in an instance of forgiveness, you have to only look at what was done to you, right? You Mm. only have to consider the other person or the other thing or the other situation but the first steps to actually doing it um is to start with uh self-compassion and as we look at uh self-compassion we actually see that it is good it is normal and it is okay 
to actually acknowledge your hurt and your anger. I believe that that is the first step mm. and the first thing uh, that we can actually acknowledge and we can see that, okay, this is the first stage of forgiveness because mm. we are considering uh, that um, I have been wrongfully, you know, something wrong has happened to me, something mm. unjust has happened to me. And in that, we may find a degree of hurt and anger that we experience, right? Because we are acknowledging it. And of course, that comes with this initial experiencing of the pain caused by the transgression, which was done mm. for you. Sometimes we find that still in that stage of acknowledging that this is something that was mm. done to me, acknowledging yourself, there may actually also be a denial or an unwillingness uh, to to deal with it, uh, resisting the idea of actually just forgiving um, or feeling that you're unable to forgive. Mm. The next thing that we see is searching for justification, right? So we try to understand, you know, from the perspective of the offender, you know, maybe what were their motives? Mm. Um, were they seeking uh, a particular external grat uh, gratification or what is the justification hmm. for the thing which was done for me hmm. now after you have considered all of these things comes what i believe is is the most important step uh, and this is the decision to consciously forgive this is a choice that we make despite the things that we have already looked at i mean we have considered that we we know from the perspective of ourselves that yes i've been hurt yes i feel anger yes this is not really a, a willingness to want to do this but i'm doing it because here is a god in heaven uh, who is saying uh, love as i have loved you know forgive like you have been forgiven so once you have decided to forgive comes this beautiful step on working on the forgiveness mm. which is where we actively engage in forgiveness and we practice it uh you can practice it through perspective talk you practice it through empathy and letting go of resentment so these are the ways that we can see where am i actually on, on the, the spectrum, spectrum. And actually see where do I want to go. Isn't that amazing? I never thought that, um, I never knew that we actively, or rather we activate forgiveness. That's so interesting. So after you've yeah. then taken the decision to forgive, how do we activate uh, forgiveness, Tembin? So the way that you do this, um, as we have spoken of how this is such a, a conscious thing, it really needs um awareness and decision making you know this is a part of it right so once you've recognized that the hurt has happened and you decide to pursue forgiveness mm. the way that we activate it is through this beautiful thing called a thinking face right so what this thing works or how this this model uh, speaks to it mm. is that firstly you understand the situation you explore the thoughts and the feelings uh, that you have and then the you challenge negative interpretations of those things. Oh, wow. And so once we have moved from this thinking phase, huh. um, you can then move on to the emotion and the motivation phase where you process your emotions and then you find your reasons for forgiving, which is the motivation. So this is basically how you kind of decode it and you activate it. And then, of course, the last one is the decision 
uh, to you continue making the decision it's a conscious decision mm. and then you live out forgiveness wherein which you integrate forgiveness into your life mm. and you express it either through your words or through your actions sure that's why, why did i never know this until now <laughs> <laughs> Why did I never know this until now? Because, I mean, you know, could have saved me a trouble or two. <laughs> saved you a trouble or two. So I'm looking at the... That is, that is, that is really wholesome. Uh, Ted, thank you so much for that. Sure. Um, I'm looking at the definition of uh, forgiveness. And, uh, yeah, it's, a myo- it's, a, it's an online, very quick definition of forgiveness. Forgiveness means different things to different people, but not to us. We're Christians. Forgiveness means forgiving, okay? That's what the Bible says. But in general, it involves an intentional decision to let go of resentment and anger. The act mm-hmm. that hurt or offended you might always be with you. I don't sure. know. Um at what point in this whole journey um, of forgiveness do we then act? Look, so the letting go of the resentment and anger is the stage I think that you've gracefully and amazingly explained to us, you know, all the stages mm-hmm. and what to look for, uh, the emotions and all of that. And then there's the issue then now of having to deal with the effect of the, of the deed to you because that might last longer than your decision to forgive. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And, and I believe this is why uh, it, was impos- it was important, excuse mm. me, to emphasize that this is then something that becomes your lifestyle. Let's, let's look at um, this, this really amazing scripture, which says um, it's in uh, Colossians 3.13. It says, bear with each other and forgive one another. Uh, if any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And I think what is beautiful about this is that uh, we still remember, right? God has given us the ability to to kind of remember things and um, we keep it in our memories sometimes. But what I do believe that is something else that God has given us that we can always tap into as children of God is the potential and the ability for God to change the way that we remember things, right? Um, and the reason is, when we remember differently, when we remember events outside of the negative emotions, uh, it becomes easier to be kind and compassionate to one another. And just like Ephesians 4.32 says, uh, forgiving each other as Christ forgave us becomes uh, kind of the currency that that we we act forgiveness or we do forgiveness forgiveness in. Um, Because this this is something that we have experienced and we're just doing to others what we know we have experienced. I mean, God, the Bible says that he He has the ability to forgive our sins. But imagine, if God chose to, he probably could keep remembrance of those things. Now, we have our memories, yes, but we still experience the great and the just uh, forgiveness of God each and every single day, just as we receive his mercy. So I think the one way in which we can kind of view or consider how might I f- still remain a forgiving person if I still remember the feelings, if I still remember the deeds that were done to me, just remember as Christ forgave us, uh, this is the strength in which we do it as well. Mm-hmm. Finally, uh, stay. So one of my uh, challenges, and I know I'm not the only one. Um, yeah, 
you know, as as outspoken as I might come across. When I have to kickstart that, um, I'm sorry for conversation. Yo, it's not easy. <laughs> like, I need to literally script it, you know, write it and rehearse sure. it. You know, oh, I, yes. yeah, how do we, I mean, how, what is the best way, number one, to start that conversation? And what's the best way to actually structure that conversation? Because I think it has to be different depending on who it is that you are. You know, I mean, people are different and dynamics of relationships are different. So what's the best yeah. generic way to actually approach that conversation? Yeah, so that is, is, is a good question because I think that speaks to the practicality of it, right? Um, because we have to go out into the world and actually do this thing, right? So we have to firstly consider at the timing and the setting, right? Because you don't just want to do it anywhere, uh, which is which does which is not conducive for an environment such as this. Yeah. Um, we want to approach the forgiveness conversation, um, and it it depends heavily heavily on the context which which we're having it in. Uh, it depends on the individuals who are involved, and of course the relationship uh, amongst mm-hmm. the individuals, mm-hmm. right? But we want to consider this thing: if is this the right time, and mm. is this a good setting. So have you chosen maybe or try to choose a calm and private environment where both parties right involved can feel comfortable, they can feel safe and they can feel respected and respectable as they express themselves openly enough. So this is a part of the preparation that we have to do before mm. even doing it itself. The next thing to consider is, you know, it's always good uh, to have clear intentions, right? So we have a clear idea of what we hope to achieve uh, in the conversation even before we mm. enter into it. But it's okay to actually uh, be lenient on how that happens because we don't know how the other person uh, might actually react uh, as we express our own hurt or as we seek an apology. So we have clear intentions that we hope to uh, make the relationship better. We hope to build into the relationship bank. Mm. And that is the goal. The goal is not to say, yes, I I'm right, you're wrong, you're wrong, I'm right. No, the goal is to maintain uh, the identity, to, to maintain the integrity and the love standard of the relationship. And I think then the next part that we mm. consider is then the initiating the conversation, right? So uh, you start with initiating the conversation by having I statements where you you make clear statements, right? Because mm. we don't want to be all over the place. Mm. So things like, I felt hurt when this happened or I didn't understand this and whatnot. As we acknowledge each other's perspectives, we are also listening. And then the last thing that we can do then is to navigate the conversation with love. Um, and a Christ-like mm-hmm. mindset, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we are open to apologies and amendments of previous conversations and we communicate our boundaries, but we focus on the solution and we move forward, which means once it's done, we leave it, we let go, and we practice living in forgiveness. Sure. Wow, what a challenging um, call. Uh you know the 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 the, hmm, the issue with information is that it holds us responsible for action, right? Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's one thing, you sure. know, to not do something because you didn't know, but now that mm-hmm. we know, it's all like ah, there's no two ways of two ways around yes. uh, the issue of yes. forgiveness. 
I think just also understanding um, forgiveness at such a depth for me is is helping me realize some of the reasons why I've not forgiven in the past. It's also helping me understand some of the reasons why... um, you know, we sometimes go through those cycles, the repeated cycles of offenses, you know. So mm. you forgive this offense, but then it manifests again and again. It, it probably simply sure. means that you never forgave in the first place. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's it's really helpful. Hey, I mean, going into this holiday season, just five days away, people will be with their families. You're going to meet your yes. cousin, you know, that offended you last year or two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> At this specific time. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, going into all of those with a consciousness is really helpful. Mm-hmm. And um, look, all the best for your Christmas because we will not chat until the 27th, I think. Um, yeah, anyway, so details um, offline, but all the best for Christmas because we will not be with you on Christmas Day. All the best uh, yes, for all of yes. that. And uh, we really appreciate all the contributions, Tembele. You've been so helpful to our psychology. You have no idea. Uh, where oh, do we connect? So much. Are you still open uh, for calls and connections, by the way? <laughs> we actually still are open. Oh, that's great. That's um, excellent. Yes, no, we, we are still open and, and active. Thank you so much. We can definitely reach uh, and, and connect with each other on Zotac Therapy. That is on all social media platforms. That's Z-O-E-T-A-C-T underscore therapy. And it's been such a pleasure. You know, I, I grow so much every single time I, I connect and we engage some of these things. I also go back and ask myself, Guti Sissi, have you okay, done the work? <laughs> okay, you know, yeah. yes, yes. Um, but thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure and I cannot wait to kickstart the year again, growing better mm. and doing it for God. Amen, amen. That is amazing. Stempele, Mary, my family, it is Zotact Therapies. Uh, three minutes after two, usually at this time, uh, we should be going through, uh, crossing over to our Good News Bulletin. It's holiday radio. And so what we're going to do is focus on the best sounds of music, uh, taking us to our conf- uh, conversation with none other than the one and only. I know he's listening. <laughs> The one and only Pastor VCJ Pasakonda joining us on the other side of really, really amazing sounds of music, my family. Uh, I want to also come through and just acknowledge some of the messages that are coming through on the WhatsApp line. Uh, Shalom Jay has given us uh, the pronunciation for uh, the little addition to her family. We'll hear all of that. Let's take a quick break. Share our passion for life on 657 AM. Well, there is a time to search and a time to give up, a time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer requests by calling 067-429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. The word for you today is our youth devotional that has been available as a printed booklet and has also been accessible via email. It is intended to encourage and guide young people in their walk with God. Well, we are excited to announce that the youth devotional is going fully digital. This means that the word for you today booklet will no longer be available in hard copy or sent by post, but it will still be accessible on the I Am Youth website, email subscription, and the I Am Youth app which is available on both the Google Play Store and App Store for iPhone users. Visit www.imymovement.co.za and join the move to digital.
you and 657 AM and life, a winning team on the road to eternity.